0: This is Hemet. And Jessica. And you're listening to the Friendly Atheist Podcast. If you like what you're listening to, go to patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast. Hi. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: good. There's so many things I want to talk about. Okay. And like 90 of them involve the the mega kid.
1: Let's dispense um, with this small there's talk There's no small then. talk this okay. week. Um,
0: I, here's where I'm trying to figure out what this mega hat wearing kid Um, obviously, I wasn't a fan of him at first, but that was before all the backlash to the I spoke too soon, those people. Uh And I watched, I read Uh a bunch of those things. And I feel like I really haven't changed my mind that much. (laughs) Um, But I I do want to talk about like, what does this kid represent? So this is the kid who's Catholic, all boys, high school, went to the March for Life. And then afterwards, the Native American guy. Approached them, they surrounded him. One kid in particular was seen smirking at the Native American, like beat guy. up
1: in his business. That's Not what just it looked like, like
0: yeah. yeah. And and afterwards, it was like, no, we spoke too soon. They were being harassed by black Hebrew Israelites, sure, was, and and they weren't really doing all that stuff you thought they were doing. What was weird is all these. <sighs> apologies for speaking too soon seem to go ridiculously far in the other direction.
1: They really, 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 really like these didn't. boys
0: should be absolved of all sins. Right. Because they didn't do anything wrong. That's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, they th- even if you give them the best case scenario. Yeah, I
1: mean either way they're little turd buckets. Like yeah. But why? They- Here's
0: what I want to get to. Like why are they little turd buckets?
1: Because they're rich white kids whose parents paid for a PR company for them. And like, (laughs) if that's the background, if that's the background they have, if they're the kind of parents who, instead of being, instead of seeing what their kid did and said, wow, we really need to rethink what we're doing as parents. They said, no, 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 we're going to pour some money into a PR company. Yeah. Write a, write a, Letter go have a letter a Republican
0: ghost. PR company I should add oh like, I a did guy not who know works for right wing causes gotcha um
1: I mean somebody ghost wrote like a faux apology letter <laughs> and then he like got on a bunch of like fucking news programs right. so the why are they turt buckets because this is the because this is their reality because they live in a reality where they did something shitty is it the worst thing that a human has ever done. No. Was it shitty? Yeah. It was a shitty thing to do. And everybody is bending over backwards to find the best case scenario and what they did and who they are.
0: Yeah. This is a privilege that other people don't get where it's like, this is the, we got you in the worst moment photograph Uh of your life. It's like, but let's, let's give you all the benefits of the doubt and see what happened. But for me, what I don't, if I'm running through the list of things that I think even the apologists for this group of kids would agree with. Uh-huh. They still, I don't care that they attended the school, the all boys Catholic school. Yeah, but they took a, they spent their whole day. Uh, rallying to make sure women are forced to give birth against their will. Yeah,
1: they're at an anti-choice rally. Yeah, which I is mean, so they're a bad start.
0: That's a bad start. We can criticize them for bad decisions, even though it's not like it's only them. Yeah, there were other people there too. They're all wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, but you can criticize them for that. So they—that's a bad decision by everyone in their life circle. Um, they're wearing the MAGA hats. I'm sure they might say it's ironic or like they're wearing it ironically, but as many people have pointed out, like no one wears a clan hood ironically. Yeah. If you wear the MAGA hat, you are suggesting you're okay with what that phrase stands for and what Trump is doing in the name of that. And not
1: just okay, enthusiastically supporting it.
0: Yeah. Which is to say you are okay with his racism and everything he said in Charlottesville and everything he's done since. Anti everything you you can imagine right. the ignorance the stupidity the the shutdown over a stupid wall like you're fine with all of that right and no one in your life circle right. is saying you should not wear that because it stands for this stuff so even i'm not saying like no that's great i am saying all this like <laughs> they are wearing it and they're fine with it uh-huh. and that's something worth criticizing right.
1: I I and I want to be really clear because I think there was a lot of like hand wringing about like snap judgments and all this, and like yeah I think judging a book by its cover isn't the best thing. But I think there's also a difference that uh, between saying um I I how somebody looks or how like if they're shabbily dressed that means they are X. There's a huge difference between that and like a symbol. You're, like I have a, a Darwin sticker on my car. I do that as an outward projection of something. This is what I stand I for. This is what I stand It's not just like what my nose looks like, or mm-hmm. or you know how I my accent or something like that. It's not something that I can't really control. It is something that I am choosing to project outward. <clears throat> Same thing. You walk out with a MAGA hat. I know exactly what you fucking stand for.
0: Right. And then you should be able to be criticized for that. Now, of course, that's not the thing, because if you want to criticize people for wearing MAGA hats, there are plenty to choose from. If you want to criticize people who are against abortion, there's plenty more to choose from, too. And in this particular case, the kid, the smirking kid, mm-hmm. here's where I might disagree with other people. I see the smirk, and I'm like, I know what that look is. And of course the kids like no I wasn't smirking I wasn't being condescending yeah, I wasn't looking at it this way. Any who was way. bullied
1: in high school knows what that look was. Well I, that's, that's the, the argument right? directed like, at me.
0: Yeah, that's what everyone saw in that photograph like it's the look that says you're beneath me uh-huh. and this is silly and I don't give a damn about your stuff and that's what people got so frustrated with on their end. Yeah. It's like no you're you're interpreting too much into what this kid is doing. So fine. I I will give you that one. I won't even make another big deal of the smirk look. But meanwhile, there's still the tomahawk chops going on in the background. There's video of kids from that same school saying, like, "You des- if you're what deserve to be raped, no, if you do something. No, uh, they what say? they said
1: was, don't worry, I remember.
0: <clears throat> yes.
1: It, it's not rape if you like it. Oh, there or you go. Or something, which is, like, oh, just really... Uh children are our future, yeah. you know. The
0: chaperones didn't remove the kids from that situation, even if they were waiting for a bus somewhere. Right. And and all the people pointed to and the kids said he was doing a silent prayer.
1: Oh when suck he was my staring dick, at the like, Native shut American. The fuck up. Like
0: that's where you could nowhere in his faux apology, as you called it, he didn't say I'm sorry. No, Nowhere in there. Sorry. He's he not just, sorry it. He about has the privilege
1: it. of never having to be sorry for anything right. he
0: does. Um and then of course people pointed out like, no, these kids were being harassed by this group of black Hebrew Israelites who in the video, longer video, are saying really horrible, offensive things to that crowd of kids right. and everyone else in the vicinity. It's kind of like those street preachers were like all of you are an abomination because you're gay.
1: I have an understanding in the last few days that people in New York are very familiar with this particular group, (laughs) and they are unkind to most people.
0: But, like, I think everyone, I mean, pretty much universally is like, okay, that group of people are horrible.
1: Right. But everyone
0: knows how to deal with that. Right. You ignore them. You walk away from them and move on. And, like, no one's saying that, like, you don't get credit because you didn't punch them out or something. Right. Like, just ignore them, because there's only a handful of them, and literally they don't have any power. Right. It's just a group of people you'd never heard of before saying whatever they can say to provoke you. Well, and... I- Versus the MAGA hat kids, who there's... You're part of a giant group of people, and you have representatives at the highest levels of government. So yes. the small group of nobodies who are harassing them, yes, that is a problem, but whatever. Every atheist has dealt with those creatures, and you walk past them, it doesn't absolve you from how you treat other people. Yeah, like and the again, guy- even beyond the, the Native American guy, they spent their whole day looking down on other people who don't think the way they do. Oh, yeah. And no. not just looking down, but saying, nope, you don't get the rights oh, that yeah, I you have. Don't,
1: you, you don't get to say, do what you want. I mean, it's like, um, do you remember the uh, the street preacher who's always at the Old Navy at State and like Randolph maybe in Chicago? I know of
0: him. I couldn't tell you his name.
1: Oh, I... Do yeah. people know his name? Anyway, I don't th- there's know. this guy who, for years, and I don't know where he is now because that old yeah. Navy is no longer there. But there's an old Navy, uh, an old Navy, God, old Navy, old Navy yes. in Chicago at
0: B- very yeah, busy, a big, Red, big downtown like a area.
1: Huge, like, really, really, really big epicenter. And there is a guy who used to camp out in front of the old Navy at that corner with a little, like, um, like a little portable microphone set up. And just spew homophobia and shitty things and tell everyone, that like, if you're smoking a cigarette while you're going by, he'd yell at you about that. If you were like, holding hands with somebody, he'd, like, he didn't just, like, yell. He, like, targeted people and really sort of, like, dropped their hammer on them. Yeah. Anyway, like, th- th- this is shit you have to deal with. And maybe they don't in their little town in, in Kentucky. Like, yeah, that's probably not a place where they've met a lot of I don't know, black people, period. Well,
0: speaking of which, another photo that went viral is a picture of kids Oh, in the cool
1: blackface that they the did? The blackface
0: that they did, which they... Again, rationalized by saying, no, it was like a blackout day. You're supposed to wear all black. Oh, it's my not blackface. God, that was
1: straight up minstrel face paint.
0: And liter- again, literally nobody in their life circle said, you may want to like at least wash your face. Just wear the black shirt. Yeah. No one said blackface is wrong and none of these kids knew it was wrong. Because again, this is the bubble that they live in where wearing a MAGA hat... Is fine because yeah. no one around you is saying why that's wrong. Yeah. Or they go to a, a anti-choice rally because everyone thinks, yeah, that's totally fine <sighs> to tell women like to have their rapists' babies.
1: Yeah, it's so it, this is fucked up. They
0: live in this bubble, so of course, when they look a certain way at somebody, they don't know what they're doing. That's the best thing I can say about them. Right. They don't understand why everything they seem to be doing is perceived. As racist or whatever, because they're dumb, because they're ignorant. I don't want to blame the kids for it, because kids do dumb things. But again, no one in their circle is stopping them from doing dumb. Like they never learn this stuff.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. And you kind of and it is
0: unfair that the first time they're learning how bad this is, is like in the middle of a firestorm. And you
1: kind of took the words right out of my mouth, because like, who is to play? Because these kids are what, say, sixteen ish, ish, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I was definitely an idiot when I was a teenager, but like my hijinks were stealing vodka from Uh my dad's liquor bottle or one time my friends and I (laughs) dropped, (laughs) around <laughs> a city, a neighborhood, and stole, like, lawn ornaments because we were fucking dope as hell. We weren't, like...
0: White suburban people.
1: Oh, my God. It was um, the whitest thing of all time. Same but, like, thing, though. But I, I, did, ne- I did
0: cringeworthy stuff, but yeah. nowhere in my cringe was, I'm gonna, like... Show up at this sort of rally to take away people's civil rights, yes,
1: and also, but but I guess my point is, I'm gonna look down upon a
0: race of people or mm, whatever,
1: yeah, I'm gonna
0: look at them in a certain way because I know nothing about Native American history, I know nothing about uh black history, I know nothing about politics, and again, kids today know way more about politics than we did, too. Like, you know what that hat stands for if you're wearing it. Yeah, we're going to assume a lot of things about you. And we're we're right yeah. to, to assume those things.
1: Yes, because I think, like, did I say some, like, cringy things when I was in high school? A hundred percent. Like, me and my friends always call everything, like, oh, that's so gay. Or, like, that's yeah. retarded. Like, it was terrible. And I, A, it was, what, 2003, 2004. So it wasn't really the social construct that now we're like, oh, yeah. maybe you shouldn't like fucking shit all over an entire group of people because you Like, can't, as a high sc- your former vocab- high school
0: teacher, we had things where we talked to the kids about why you shouldn't say stuff like that. Right. I don't remember having that conversation in high school.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely not. I had to learn that on my own and be like, right. hey, Jess, you were sure an asshole for a while. But A, it was early. And B, I didn't have access to the internet in the way we do now. So, like, if you don't understand why being an asshole to a Native American is not just, like, shitty behavior, but really fucking troubling behavior, then I don't know what to fucking tell you.
0: One thing that we can't do that I wish I could do, I would love to get an understanding of what those kids know about Native American history or figure out, like, what they understand about politics. And, again, it's not a, I'm sure, uh, I'm not expecting them to, like, ace a test or something here, but, like, I would love to know where they're coming from because my my assumption is they know very little about either one. Right. Um, if everyone around you wearing is wearing, like, the MAGA hat, all right, you want one too, fine. But I don't know if... I want to know how much they understand about what that represents. But being an
1: asshole to strangers doesn't have... Like, my problem isn't just that it was a Native American man who was, like, doing a thing that was important to his culture, but, like, just fucking any... Like, if you walked up to, like, a Scottish bagpiper and smirked at him like that, like, fuck you, dude. Like, right. it's not... J- like, I think it's two things worth separating. Like, yeah, he probably is super ignorant of Native American causes and struggles. But also, like... I'm sorry. No amount of cultural understanding is going to prevent you from just like being a fucking dick. Like you know whether or not be you know whether or not you're being an asshole. I know right. when I'm being an and everyone, asshole. And everyone
0: here's one thing I I will admit that I think is unfair on my end, which is I put a lot of blame right. I criticized the kid in the picture when I really should have criticized all of them because oh, I think that kid got the disproportionate on. amount of the the criticism and he mm. didn't deserve. The outs like the disproportionate amount. Mm. He deserved as much as all those tomahawk chop wearing, mega hat wearing kids also yeah. deserve. He just got caught in the picture doing the dumb thing. Maybe a little more, but like not an outside. Yeah, more. I mean, They're all d- like this. Here's the
1: thing here's what could have happened in that group. Here's what could have happened. This picture surfaces, everybody's outraged. The parents, the teachers, the kids say, Wow. I really fucked up. I really need to take a step back. I'm sorry. I'm from a small town in Kentucky. I know that's not an excuse, but I, this is, it, it came from a place of ignorance, and I was trying or to impress e- my friends, and I got swept up in it, and I'm learning now that what I did was shitty, and I'm sorry. Or I'm going even to do more and Even learn. if he
0: said, I wasn't intending to do any of that. I didn't think I was smirking the way everyone thought I was smirking, but I can, I see that that's what everyone see. said that. I can understand why that was perceived that way that wasn't my intent but yeah i will go learn from here yeah
1: the, but he that's did, not but at every, all what the
0: kid slash pr firm that works for cnn guy did
1: i mean it's just really 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 i mean <clears throat> maybe there is a universe where i can see why they thought this pr firm was a good idea of like our kid is getting slandered we need to Stop this in its tracks, say giving the parents the benefit, every benefit for the doubt, which I don't necessarily think they deserve. Oh my God, our kid is getting shitty. Our kid's the most hated kid in America. Right. What are we going to do about this? How do we fix this? Hey, PR firm, come. So it's a failure on so many levels because then the PR firm was like, no, 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 denial is defo the way to go. And right. that's how we're going to get out of this. And so now that kid is going to, that picture is going to be the same thing as.
0: That picture will be in textbooks that Te- he won't be Literally reading because he doesn't know history.
1: But it's going to be alongside that one famous picture of the young black woman in the 1960s, the young black woman walking into school, and there's a white woman behind her, like, obviously screaming at her. Mm. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Uh, yes. Um, which, actually, those two women are friends now, which is a bonkers story. But anyway, mm-hmm. but it, it is a an iconic picture that encapsulates the vitriol that white people flung at black people in the 1960s during integration. And this is going to be the picture of young white idiots being assholes. Even if
0: they did not intend to be assholes, but But they were doing it anyway. Intent
1: doesn't always... Right, the picture doesn't doesn't tell the full story, which is... No, but even if they weren't meaning to be assholes, intent and effect don't always match up. If I said something really shitty about brown people, what's a shitty thing I could say about brown people?
0: I'll just rewind the tape. Give me two <laughs> seconds. You know what it reminded me of? The kid from Charlottesville, the kind of pudgy guy who's standing in Confederate gear, and this uh, white girl protester was just, like, pointing a finger at him. Uh-huh. And I saw it on Twitter, because everyone was writing, like, Dear Mabel, I am at the yeah, war, yeah, yeah. and, like, these people are pointing... Whatever. They were funnier on Twitter. But, like, (laughs) that picture, which I don't know what the full story is. I don't know who was saying what to who. But it was so emblematic of that sort of fight Mm -hmm. where you have these people who think it's okay to be a Confederate. Right. Uh, and dress up and cosplay and right. that sort of gear because right. you don't really either you don't understand or you don't care what that stands for, right. and the protester all up in his face about it.
1: But my to, just to put a bow on my point because I don't want you yeah. to think I was just wanting to say something mean about brown people. Oh yes, um, if I said something ignorantly out of ignorance about if I if I was like oh you know Hemant he's Hindu right, right. you're not Hindu no you're. Indian like right. those things
0: are different I'm pretty sure that's the most racist thing you've said
1: oh my god thank uh-huh. you but anyway whether or not I didn't say uh, if I had said that it wasn't to be racist or to be an asshole but that doesn't mean you can't be like well that fucking sucks like <laughs> right. me not meaning to be an asshole doesn't mean I don't come off as an asshole right.
0: you don't get fucking to be the story of you my don't life don't get <laughs> to decide if you're an asshole right. I do yeah exactly <laughs>
1: Right. Anyway, are we done with, right. with those boys? We're
0: done with those boys. Do you want to go to Trump stuff? Because it's all, it's all the yeah, same. Yeah,
1: I've got some Trump. So it's, we're recording on Thursday night. We are. Uh, well, let, my,
0: I know you want to talk about this, too. So one of the things that happened this week, the Trump administration said that a foster care agency in South Carolina, oh. um, it's okay if they get federal funding to, to run this foster care agency, even though they discriminate openly mm-hmm. against non-Christian applicants. Like, they don't want parents who are Jews. They mm-hmm. don't want parents who are atheists. They don't want parents who are the wrong kind of Christians. <laughs> or who are Catholics, gay. not allowed. Definitely not parents no. who are gay or single or whatever. Um, actually, I don't know about single. But uh, gay people, for sure, know... Um, and the Trump official says it's it's totally fine. Yeah. And by the way, Obama wasn't great on these issues either where they said, yeah, it's okay for the for the government to give organizations money to do secular work right. like foster care agencies. Even if they discriminate on the basis of their religion, Obama wasn't great at it. Right. I'm not saying it was better before, but this is also really really awful. And also, by the way, this particular one, this particular green light for the agency, it is an FU to Obama because they're, like, basically, uh, Obama in the last days of office banned discrimination, faith-based discrimination for uh-huh. groups that got money from the Department of Health and Human Services, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Trump is saying, like, if nope, we're going to get rid of that. Discrimination is cool.
1: It's cool. It's super chill, and I'm into it. Um, a woman named uh, Christina Wilson Remland. She's the lead lawyer of uh, Children's Rights. Yeah. Um, who they su- they sued South Carolina over its foster care system. Um, anyway, they she said, "Let's call this decision what it is: state-sanctioned and government-funded discrimination." Yeah.
0: And again, it, it what I don't get about this is the foster care agency is not interested in doing what's best for the kids, which is getting them in homes of parents who will take care of them, who are qualified to take care of them. It's not like we're running a background check and it came up bad. It's saying, nope, even the people who are educated, qualified, wealthy, whatever, whatever things that would give you a leg up in the adoption or foster care world, they don't care. If you're the wrong religion, you're out, and they're being rewarded for it at least in some states where they've decided, nope, Catholic ministries that do the same thing, you don't get taxpayer funding for it. Right. You get to run on your own if you want to. Um, And then some of them went out of business. Too freaking bad. Those kids, It's. I mean, it shows how much you cared about the kids. Right. But also, yes, then secular organizations or government groups need to step in.
1: Here's my question. Yeah. So as the population becomes less and less religious as time goes on, do you think there's going to be a tipping point where these places are just no longer going to be able to function to their standards? If fewer and fewer people are identifying as Christian and willing to jump through these hoops, at what point do they have to say uncle and, like, there like just that's aren't enough so, humans.
0: I feel like that's so far off because there's so many of them that even yeah. if they lost, like, whatever, 70% of pe- like the Christians that exist now, the conservative Christians, yeah. if they stopped, it's, that 30% is still a ton of people. So yeah. I don't know that it's going away anytime soon. But, if, again, the whole point is if you want to discriminate and run a foster care agency, the government isn't saying you can't do that. Right. But you shouldn't get taxpayer money to discriminate Against whichever groups of people you want on the basis of religion Which or sexual orientation. feels pretty fucking
1: straightforward. I, that feels pretty codified in the First Amendment.
0: You would think.
1: Yeah. That sucks. I hate it. It's all just... This has been a rough week. Um, what you got? I've got more bad news. Yes. Speaking of the Trump administration. Go on. First of all, yeah, so it's Thursday night, so the government's still shut down. What? Today two bills died in the Senate. Mm -hmm. Although, like, fucking Nancy Pelosi has been giving me life with regard (laughs) to the State of the Union. It's been (laughs) fucking magical to watch. Um, But, so apparently, and this is a thing that fell under the radar, and I think they certainly did this on purpose. So the Department of Justice's Office uh, on Violence Against Women made changes to their definition of domestic violence back in April. So this is, we're only realizing it now or something. Yeah.
0: What did the change say?
1: So, um, so the Obama era, uh, definition was, was pretty expansive. It, it, it included, um, experts, input from experts from the national center for victims of crime and the national domestic violence hotline. So essentially what it came down was, was abuse is not just you punching your partner. Um,
0: this is the Obama era. This one. is the Obama era yeah. stuff, right? Like Abuse uh, could be abuse what? Mental. Abuse can be,
1: um, yeah. Emotional,
0: psychological.
1: Um, yeah, so examples they give of a pattern of deliberate behavior, the dynamics of power and control, behaviors that encompass physical or sexual violence, forms of emotional, economical, psychological. So like... If you are the breadwinner and you don't give your partner access to money and give them very little money so they can't do whatever, and it's a way of controlling them. Right. These are all forms of abuse which experts all agree upon. Right. Right.
0: So what's the new definition?
1: And the Trump Justice Department, um, only only harms that constitute a felony or misdemeanor crime can be called domestic violence.
0: So only physical.
1: Yeah. So, for example... Um,
0: I don't know if any of the other ones qualify as a crime.
1: So a woman whose partner isolates her from family and friends, monitors her every move, uh, belittles and berates her, and denies her access to money to support herself and her children... She would not be considered a victim of domestic abuse, even though there's all those are all
0: and okay. So if she's not a domestic, ab- if she doesn't fit that definition, what happens?
1: Uh, so it, uh, my understanding... Like why was that
0: definition important?
1: Um, that's a good question. I think it has to do with the charges that can be leveled at the partner. Um, so if you bring up domestic abuse allegations and somebody says, well, he was only stalking you and keeping you from your talking to your parents. So, so
0: cross that one off your list. Go home. Uh You're
1: fine. Um, it, it it just matters in terms of like how (laughs) words fucking matter when you call something domestic abuse, it, it carries more weight. Um, so anyway, that's the fucking worst. Um, Restoring, uh, here we go, Uh, restoring, this is from the Centers of Disease Control. Restoring non-physical violence to the definition of domestic violence is critical. Over one-third of uh, American women, it's 4.3 million, have experienced, quote, psychological aggression at the hands of an intimate partner. Um, Experts have long recognized that manipulative behaviors identified in the Obama-era definition are restricting uh, lib- uh, victims' liberty or freedom can cause greater Or more lasting damage than physical harm oh, And yeah. also these are red flags For escalation, right? Like somebody who starts with b- Verbally abusing or emotionally abusing their wife uh, Very frequently Physical abuse isn't that far behind And if they have a
0: gun We've seen that happen many times Yerp. Mm.
1: So anyway Just banging the drum of Trump, Trump's people <laughs> do not care about women, they don't particularly like us. I or got more people who don't cool. care about
0: women. How's Good. that for a segue? Okay, so Equal Rights Amendment. They tried passing this thing decades ago. Uh-huh. It didn't pass in large part. Now, what this would have done is basically constitutional amendment that says uh, you can't discriminate on the basis of gender cool. or uh, what is it called? Uh, gender or sex, whatever the terminology is. Um, I'm
1: trying to help you, but I don't know what you're trying to get Um,
0: at. That's what it was supposed to do. It seems like one of those obvious things that we should pass, Mm -hmm. because what that would do is to say, um, if equal pay for equal work, that would be a given. Um, Any sort of discrimination against women because they're women... That this amendment, you could point to and say the Constitution says I, des- I have an equal right to this, mm-hmm. so you can't do any sort of discrimination. Again, it seems like one of those obvious things that we should pass, um, better protection for women who suffer gender-based violence, like you just said. Mm-hmm. If it's in one direction, if you're getting abused because you're a woman... Uh-huh that sort of amendment could protect you in court and give you a fighting chance to get some justice. It didn't pass decades ago. And it's because mostly it's attributed to one conservative Christian woman, Phyllis Schlafly, Mm -hmm. who said, we don't need this. We're good. And she got so many conservative Christians riled up against the ERA that they ultimately couldn't pass it in enough states for this thing to get ratified. Since then Thanks, Bill. Yeah, Since then, the number of states that have ratified it on their end is uh, it went from whatever the number was to 37. Okay. But you need 38. So like we're really close to getting this thing ratified. Huh. Now, here's a tangent, which is that like five of the states have since passed bills saying we know we ratified it, but we take that back. And the question is, constitutionally, are they allowed to do that? And some scholars say, doesn't matter. They already ratified it. It counts huh. for the purpose of you need 38 states. Separate issue. But the question Weird. is, can we get 38 states? Because then we can move on to the rest of the conversation about, all right, is this thing a law yet? Mm-hmm. So Virginia was well on its way, kind of, of it, it could have been the 38th state. By the way, Illinois, 37th. Woo. We did it earlier. Last year, good for us. Uh huh. Finally, so I feel more equal already, (laughs) right? So Virginia was about is considering passing the ERA. So first, it has to go through the House subcommittee, Mm -hmm. who would have approved it, and then like their full committee can vote on. Yeah, let's bring this up for a vote, and then maybe the whole House of Delegates can vote on it. So the subcommittee has six people. Four mm. Republicans, two Democrats.
1: Cool. Good ratio.
0: One of the re- and it's it totally Republican dominated everything in Virginia. So the idea that this is gonna pass in Virginia, I mean, it's not looking so good uh. because Republican. Um, but here's what happened this week. Of those four Republicans on the subcommittee, one of them happens to be a woman. Her, she's a delegate, Margaret Ranson. Ranson. Um uh, Margaret Ransone. And basically, she gave, like, they had a public uh, comment section before they all took their vote. Uh The six of them took their vote on it. And again, a lot of these people are saying, you have to pass this for all these reasons. They're making these inspirational speeches. And what she says to the crowd right before they vote is, uh, I don't need words on a piece of paper because God made us all equal.
1: God, are you fucking kidding uh-huh. me right okay. now? So she
0: voted against it. And then later, after she voted, she made a speech to the other delegates in the House session where she expanded on her comments. And I'm, I, let me quote you some of the justification she gave for why she's against it. As a woman, the ERA is something I personally and fundamentally disagree with. And she goes on like, I'm a member of the House of Delegates. It took a lot to be here. I'm a proud mother, a proud wife. I did all of this as a woman. And without the ERA this morning, I voted against it because it's not needed. She says women deserve equal treatment. Women deserve to be paid fairly. They deserve every opportunity that a man does. And thanks to the 14th Amendment and the Virginia Constitution, violating those things is against the law. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. She goes on to basically say, I made it. I worked hard. I got mine. So we're good.
1: So, this is roughly the equivalent of somebody on the Oregon Trail being like, Well, I floated my wagon across that treacherous river. Like, yeah, some people died along the way, but I made it. So, I'm going to burn the fuck down in that bridge you're trying to build because fuck y'all.
0: More or less, yes. Um, and by the way, when she made those comments in the morning session, s- you could you could hear some of the protesters when she's like, you know, I made it here. Some of them are like, yeah, we're really happy for you. <laughs> Very sarcastically in the background. But again, the what she that misses
1: fucking bullshit.
0: What she misses is that as a white woman, she yes, I'm sure she did work hard and good for her for making it. She has no recognition that other women may have other obstacles standing in the way that prevents them from achieving the same sort of success even if they work just as hard if not harder than she does. Yep. And that's the sort of thing this uh, this ERA would help like some of a lot of those women deal with this right, right. the obstacles. And she's just saying no it's all merit based like if you're it's the same attitude that says oh you're not rich you just must not work as hard.
1: Oh, God. It's like, what's his face from the Commerce Department? Like, oh, don't well, mm. federal workers just take out loans. Like, what?
0: Wilbur Ross, was that the one? I don't Whatever know. Whatever it was. Okay. One of the billionaires. Ross, how dare yeah. he
1: have that name? Um,
0: <laughs> the, the idea that, what, I, you guys will be fine. Just, you'll volunteer fucking, to work. Take out a loan if you need to. What's the big deal about a shutdown? This fucking
1: attitude that, that old rich people have of either I struggled so you should too or I didn't struggle so I'm not sure why you're struggling.
0: I'm not offended by this joke. Why are you offended by it? It's the same attitude that you have no concept of what it's like to be lesbian or trans or African-American or Latina. And like, I don't either. But I try to listen to what they're saying if they're saying this stuff because I realize they have a perspective I don't.
1: Yeah, my experience isn't universal. Can't... Can, can, right. can you believe it? Uh, also, a quick sidebar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, after our New Year's recap, or our uh-huh. year-end recap episode, yeah. um, I got some flack for saying that um, I think my words were fuck baby boomers. They shouldn't be allowed on Facebook.
0: <laughs> so yeah. I just wanted to speak
1: to that a little bit. Please. Um, so when I say something like, I hate baby boomers or I hate men or I hate brown w- people or brown people. Yes. Sometimes more likely white people. Yes. If you're a member of that group, <laughs> I want to be extremely clear. Yes. I am talking about you personally. <laughs> I hate you personally. Anyway, we I tailor
0: a, these podcasts for each person individually. We do.
1: So I just want to make that clear. because like sometimes people don't understand like my kind of subversive humor, <laughs> like totally inspired by South Park. Um, I have a good story I would like to share. What? Yeah, I was going to wait till the end, but I'm pretty mad already. Mm
0: -hmm. Go on. So
1: this is uh, actually from Isaac, who uh, follows me on Twitter. Very, very, very nice guy. And, like, tagged me in his story about this. and. his tweet was essentially like, Can you give us good news for fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> Which I appreciated. Well done, Isaac. <laughs> so um Cortez, who is like everybody's fucking obsessed with her. Again, I'm fully on her train. <laughs> I'm into her. Did you hear okay, uh during the um when they got what's the word? Sworn in?
0: Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah.
1: I feel like there's I mean, a better mean, She was word. sworn in. Anyway.
0: She took an oath. Yeah. That thing.
1: <laughs> anyway, she wore a all white as a hat tip to sabber jets, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. She also wore red lipstick and like big fucking gold hoops. Mm-hmm. And it was a um as a tribute to fuck, I should have looked Sonya this up. Sotomayor. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is, that's what I was gonna say. Sonny and Sotomayor, the finger yeah, and her finger, nail finger, Yeah, let me tell polish. my story. Yeah, let me tell my truth. I'm setting up now. Uh, um apparently when Sonia Sony got um uh was brought into the uh, Supreme Court, they were like maybe you should ditch your red nail polish and go for something more natural. And she was like, nope, and like painted them like bright <laughs> fucking red. So so she, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, God, it's really hard to like just spit that just, name out.
0: It's because you're A-S- racist. A-S- it's I'm okay. not
1: racist. It's a lot of syllables. <laughs> I can't be racist. People haven't been able to say Jessica Blumke for my entire life. Do you uh,
0: know who you're talking about? <laughs> My name is Bob at Starbucks.
1: <laughs> um, but anyways, so... <clears throat> so I had to look up a lot of elements of this story to tell it because I am woefully unaware of anything in the gamer community. Um, so do you know what Twitch is? I've heard of it. Can you, like... It's
0: YouTube for people who play video games and then stream themselves playing the video games yeah. for their fans to watch them play video games. Yeah,
1: that's basically it, which... Do I think is dumb? Yeah, but like also people listen to this podcast. So we've so all wait, made wait, our just, choices just vis-a-vis so entertainment. Can, just so
0: we can clarify, you're against all the baby boomers who are older than you and you're against everyone who's younger than you who uses Twitch. Um, Just trying to nail down your demographic. Well, here. no, that
1: was, that was me kind of like giving a little wink of like, hey, this podcast <laughs> is dumb, but I want people to listen <laughs> okay. to it. So like let people live their fucking life. Also, I have been known to... Watch Monster Factory with the McElroy brothers. So, like, listen.
0: I don't know what you just.
1: Said. I get it. Uh-huh. It's a very good web series. Web series, YouTube series. Anyway, <laughs> so, Twitch. so Twitch is this. So uh, it's a yeah, it's a thing where where gamers live stream themselves playing games, and there's usually a camera like on them, so you can see their screen and their face, or, or you can hear them Since talking. Since you mentioned
0: South Park, there was an episode of people just, why would anyone watch someone playing games? It's
1: weirdly soothing, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I did a fun bit before about how I think it's stupid. It is kind of soothing. <laughs> it's dumb, but, like, half the shit I do is dumb. Everything's mm-hmm. dumb. Um, but anyway, so it's also become this, this tool uh, for fundraising, for charity, um, so they do like
0: the live stream for a certain amount of time. Exactly. Donate while I'm gaming. They're
1: very much kind of reinventing the telethon in, in a kind of interesting way. Um, so one guy in particular, his name is Harry Brewis. Um, his YouTube handle is H Bomber Guy cool as usual usernames <laughs> <laughs> um so he's british and he was doing a um a stream fuck i didn't even write down what game he was playing i want to say is donkey kong i don't know <laughs> nobody knows i made that, is that what up
0: everyone plays on twitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> why did i say donkey kong there's nobody that the was last right. game
0: you played <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stupid Jessica. Um, anyway, he, he, he did a fundraiser for Mermaids, which is a UK charity, and it provides support for um, gender diverse and trans kids. Okay, so really worthy cause. Um, he just, like his inspiration was like he th- thinks that um, like the trans community gets like a bad rap in society, and he wants to help. And it's all very honorable, honorable and great. I'm sorry I made fun of your handle. Mine's Blueberry. Who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's dumb. So. Fucking AOC calls into this live stream, and this British guy is like fanboying so hard over her. (laughs) A, she talks about how great N64 is, which is (laughs) the only good take. Anybody has ever given or ever needs <laughs> N64 is the shit.
0: I've never played it.
1: You didn't? Did never. you have video games growing up?
0: I think NES is the last thing I had. Really? Yeah. So then I stopped.
1: We had NES. Uh, Not got...
0: because I was better than it, just because. No,
1: nobody thought that. No. Don't worry. Uh huh. Um, no, N64 was my shit because it, it was the last gaming system I played as a kid, and everything everything else. Now I'm like old manning Wait, at.
0: I had a Game Boy.
1: Oh, Game that Boys was are more awesome. recent. Yeah, they sure, sure were, haven't? Go on. Well, more recent by like three years. Like, let's not pretend <laughs> this is like some 2019 Wait, so shit.
0: What, so how much, uh, what did Ocasio do?
1: No, well, I was talking oh, about my right. love of uh, N64. Could you, you've really been... Yes. Shit. Anyway, I think N64 is great. It's before everything got too complicated for me, an old person. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she called in just to be like, hey, M64 is this shit. You know what else is cool? Trans rates. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so awesome. She said, uh, quote, it makes these issues, tra- uh, issues faced by the trans community, makes these issues more acute in their crisis than they usually are on average for other people. So it's important that we do, t- so it's important that we do talk about these issues in the in the economic frame, not just let go of the fact that, uh, let go of the fact that discrimination is a core reason for the economic hardship. She said something about like trans rights or civil rights or human rights. Like she just is like that a thousand over here. Um, footnote on that. Oh, also, um, activist Chelsea Manning and Doom co-creator John Romero were also guests. And guess how long our close personal friend Harry played video games? Um, hours. Yeah, it's hours. Good.
0: How long can one play video games? I
1: mean, it's hard to say. I'm looking at a number. Can you guess any number?
0: I I was, I was would say 24, but that, even that seems crazy.
1: 57. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but he raised $340,000 for mermaids. All right. I'll I shut s- up now. <laughs> this, this said dollars, I assume it's dollars and not pounds. Uh-huh. So don't at me about the conversion. Um, wow. Anyway, so that's my one good story. That's Thank you awesome. for, for flagging that with me, Isaac. You're right. I do need a candle in these dark times. <laughs>
0: Um, here's a, uh, this isn't sad. This is a happy <laughs> story.
1: i um, something, by this isn't sad. It's no, a so low bar to clear. Conan
0: O'Brien was on TV this week with a shorter show. He's now half an hour instead of an hour. So oh, he was he? doing interviews to promote the new rebooted oh, uh, talk funny. show. That makes a lot of sense, actually. So, yeah, um, he was talking about it. And this is an interview he did with the New York Times. I think it was David Itzkoff, one of their culture, uh, pop culture writers. And one of the things Conan brings up, uh, one of the things they pointed out is, you know, is this how you want to finish this part of your career, where your show just kind of gets smaller and smaller until it's practically gone? First
1: of all, fuck you, dude. I
0: know. And what he said is, <laughs> what?
1: have you been on? Have you been on TV? Since I know. What's the your show?
0: Uh, Conan says this. Look to. Uh, He says, look, this is going to sound grim. Eventually, all our graves go unattended. (laughs) The interviewer says, you're right, that sounds grim. And he goes on. Conan says, basically, look, in 1940, uh, he's quoting somebody. In 1940, people said, Clark Gable is the face of the 20th century. Who the fuck thinks about Clark Gable? It doesn't matter. You will be forgotten. I will be forgotten. We will all be forgotten, unquote. And Conan adds, it's so funny because you think that would depress me. I was walking on air after that, after he heard that quotation, basically saying, you know, I don't care if, like they're saying, what's my legacy going to be? Who cares He's having fun. He's like, you know what? You're right. People will forget about me. They'll forget about my show in some time. Yeah. And so, like, that's liberating. Mm -hmm. And the reason I bring it up here is because this is something a lot of atheists get, which is, oh, you're not living for heaven. You're not living for the afterlife for some higher purpose. Mm -hmm. Your life must be really bleak and depressing. (laughs) And, of course, any atheist will say, like, no, it's the opposite. Mm -hmm. Like... I think a lot of them will. My
1: life is very bleak. <laughs> but They're that's, like, I think my own cross to bear. Right. Excuse the pun. It's
0: it's very much like a no. I'm lucky to be alive. Yeah. I am only here now. I don't get like more years in the afterlife. So I need to make the most of it. Yeah. And yeah, are we like uh the whatever the the pale blue dot in mm-hmm. this universe? Yeah. But we're here. So like, let's make the most of it. Do what we can. Try to make you know the place better. Try to make the world better. And like that's a nice thing. Mm-hmm. And I think to him, he's like, like, who cares how long the show is? Who cares if no one remembers this or what my legacy is going to be? Like, it's fine. It's okay. Even the biggest stars of 20, 30, 40 years ago, most people don't talk about them now. Right. That's not a bad thing. That's just how life works. And so let's just make the most of it because why would you not? Why would you want to spend your life making... You know, I don't, I, this is why I don't get the Trump people. Why would you want to spend your life making life bad for everybody? What joy do you, does that bring you?
1: I completely um, agree.
0: Because you only have a little time. And imagine having all the power that you would in those positions and saying, how much damage can I do to make other people suffer? Right. That's a mindset that just doesn't make any sense to me because why would you do that?
1: Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. That's the lack of empathy I see by many people on the right and specifically a lot of Christians is I think that's what gets me is like you're spending your time here trying to like not just actively be an asshole, but like watch suffering and be okay with it. Like just the amount of like, takes I see online of people saying like these people you know these, pe- these federal workers have are going to go as of tomorrow two weeks without your a- two pay periods without right. a paycheck. That's horrible and just the anybody who comes in saying like well oh, they should just get another job or like oh they should have saved money or I don't feel sorry for them but we'll, like really you don't like your, your reaction to human suffering is like eh.
0: It's like a rich person saying, money isn't everything. It really is. Yeah, that's is. easy for you to say.
1: Um, yeah. You've
0: never had to deal with it when you live paycheck to paycheck and you need this stuff.
1: Yeah, no, I I mean, I think the thing is like, yeah, I think what Conan said is kind of nihilistic, but it's definitely not. I think it, it's it's a very, uh, it's like a Warshak test. Mm-hmm. If you hear someone saying, like, well, I'm not going to live forever, or nobody's going to remember me forever, or in a thousand years we're all going to be dust, if that makes you feel, like, horrifyingly bleak and small and bad versus, like, does that kind of click in something with you of, like, hey, I don't have that much time I'm going to do something that makes me happy or that makes other people happy or that is a largely positive influence, which is ironic because I spend my time doing this podcast and I just yell at people. What's wrong with
0: you? I know. (laughs) Um, Can I go to... I I have a couple more stories, but I definitely want to get to this one. Okay. And I don't care so much about the other ones. Cool. Um, An Arizona legislator... Uh, Gail Griffin, she is a Republican, she figured out a way to fund Donald Trump's racist border wall, and here's her plan. She proposed a bill in Arizona that would tax citizens $20 if they want to watch porn on their computer. Basically, here's how the law works, because I had to figure out how is she planning on doing this, What basically would happen is every internet service provider would have to censor obscenity on the internet. And if you want to unlock the obscene content, you would have to pay them X amount of dollars, 20 of which goes to the state. They could charge you whatever they want
1: to unlock it. They're holding porn (coughs) ransom?
0: They're holding porn ransom. Hey, Hey, Evan,
1: do you think it's going to be $69? (laughs)
0: God, I dismiss just your generation. Against, We're the same oh,
1: generation. How dare no, you? No.
0: Don't I'm a boy. You're boomer. like two
1: years older than me.
0: <laughs> so this is her plan. And she said $20 of which would uh would be taken uh-huh. to unlock the porn, if you will. And then that money would be paying for grants from the state that would uh fund the following 10 things, number one of which is building a border wall between Mexico and this state or funding border security. Here's what's scary. 18 states have submitted bills just like this, some version of this, and they've all failed because on the surface... Getting an internet service provider to block what's obscene. That is
1: censorship. That is
0: censorship that violates the First Amendment. It would never work. And also, just imagine the workarounds. How easy it would be yeah, to work around. I also it. have a and lot also, of questions. Who defines obscene is yeah. another question because I find the Bible obscene. It has rape and would genocide I have to, and incest. Would I have Can to pay we,
1: extra for my romance novels because uh,
0: yeah, I I'm mean, already
1: paying like seven dollars? If you're reading
0: them online, then I, I am. I'm reading so. them on my Kindle. There you go. Oh so, no! So it won't pass. But this is just an example of like this is what conservatives are doing. Because they really, really want to stick it to brown people.
1: So, do you think, is it like. By the way, you know who would be pissed off
0: about a porn ban? Christians. Because the religious people watch more porn
1: per capita. For
0: sure. (laughs) Like, religious people do all the freaky sex stuff more than everybody else. Yeah,
1: watching porn is such freaky sex stuff. You know what I was getting at. No, do you think, so is it like. X amount of dollars per year, like per video. I think it was
0: per year, like to um, unlock it for the year. You can the internet service provider can ask you to pay whatever they want, but twenty dollars from each person has to go to the state.
1: Okay, I've said this before, and it will be the thing I say again and again and again and again: is how fucking dare Republicans say they're for small government. And then try yeah. to pull shit like this? Are you actually fucking kidding me? No pun intended.
0: Uh huh. Because yep. I said fucking. I did heard you. Hear you. It? I got gotcha. you. Did you get it? it was I, that's a, why it was I a didn't fun laugh. Fun
1: sex joke. Sure it was. We're both very comfortable making those <laughs> jokes next to each other. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Uh, my, yeah, that's too. Of course, I all the comments it. are like, "There's no way she's going to get people to pay for internet porn." No, absolutely no. not. <laughs> oh my god, I
1: could think <laughs> Can of a million. You imagine
0: around. if this law went into effect? how much oh, people would dow- how much people would download before it went into oh, effect oh yeah
1: oh you better find your favorite oh my videos God. my dude who got to get a variety who knows you are in the mood for today <laughs> and
0: who knows what you'll be in the mood for tomorrow
1: yeah <laughs> everybody's going to have like seven files on their desktop like taxes <laughs> <laughs>
0: 2019 part a through <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, all that's going to do is take up people's hard drives. This is not the fight we should fight. Can
0: we just have a bill that says every Republican's browser history is made public for everybody to see first? Like, let's pass that first. Then we'll play this game.
1: I was going to say, I would hate for my browser history to come public, (laughs) not necessarily because of a large amount of porn I watch, but just like... Weird thoughts that pop in my head that I always need an answer to immediately. I cannot imagine what your browser history looks like,
0: dude. Depending on the stories, what do your ads oh look God. like?
1: Like when people, when you get ads, is it I just use always ad like on everything? Oh yeah. <laughs> my I got favorite. Tired of the my
0: favorite comment. You
1: can't use ad blockers. You literally live on ads. I know.
0: I'm so You're the horrible. Worst. I know. I'm driving myself out of business. Um, my favorite comment as a pastor. I like my porn like I like my church. Tax exempt.
1: <laughs> well played.
0: Well played.
1: I didn't know where the end was gonna be. <laughs>
0: or another comment, they came for the DACA dreamers and I said
1: nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought okay, well wait. I thought um the guy. Wait, I'm trying to think of another joke for that guy. Oh my god! I like my. <laughs> I, I don't want to brag. I took a stand up comedy class, and the first thing we had to do was write a. I like my X the way I like okay. my Y. <laughs> and mine was. I'm vi- this is the first joke oh I ever wrote. I'm very proud of it. Are you ready? I'm ready. I like my uterus the way I like my calories. Empty. <laughs> it's a good I, first joke. I take
0: back my laugh. <laughs>
1: But, no, no, I like my church the way I like my porn full of altar boys. Ew. Yeah.
0: Good try, though.
1: I mean, somebody laughed, I bet.
0: I'll come up with another punchline. Keep talking.
1: No, okay, I already vamped for myself. (laughs) (laughs) I told a whole whole boring story about my past (laughs) so I could come up with that dumb punchline. Okay, are we done with the porn thing? The
0: women are silent.
1: Um. That's not God, great. I was going to do a thing about this guy was threatening to um, conduct a mass shooting.
0: But really, after you've talked about a porn tax,
1: <laughs> how can you go
0: to a mass murder?
1: Um, so this guy, he got caught. He's 27 years old. He said, um, all I want is a girlfriend, not a, thou- not a thousand, not a bunch of hoes, not money, none of that. I want to be loved, yet no one cares about me. I'm 27 years old. I've never had a girlfriend before, and I'm still virgin. So he a posts virgin. this where? Um, he wrote like
0: he wrote a letter of this on or Facebook. he Facebook. Post- oh, okay.
1: Um, I've never had a girlfriend. I'm still a virgin. This is why I'm planning on shooting up a public space soon and being the next mass shooter. So I'm ready to, because s- I'm ready to die, and all the girls who turned me down is gonna make it right by killing. The grammar isn't great. The grammar is not the biggest problem, but it's also not great. Uh, is gonna make it right by killing as many girls as I see. So like yeah, toxic masculinity is definitely not a thing and women aren't treated as objects at all. So I'm really glad we kind of
0: He's took probably care a boomer.
1: That he's not, he's 27, he's younger than me. Okay. Yes, I hate boomers. Not everybody <laughs> hate I think is a boomer. It's not how hating large groups of people work. Am <laughs> <it? Can't
0: laughs>
1: read a book. <clears throat>
0: Oh, all right. Um, no, I'll do this one. There is okay. one more. Then I swear I'm done. Okay. Uh, There's uh, a guy named David Matheson who spent many, many years as a Mormon gay conversion therapist telling gay men that I can turn you straight and I'll torture you until you become straight, basically, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. he even wrote a book with a title that basically said, uh, what's it called? It's called Becoming a Whole Man, which... Funny. Yikes. Ironic. Yeah, Dude. Um, but becoming a whole
1: two people so <laughs> before you publish. But becoming a
0: whole man as if if you're gay, you're not fully human. Or yeah, something. yeah, that's called that's why they need right? the penis inside. God. Did you fail this stand-up comedy class? <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, he was helping gay men develop gender wholeness. He was on Nightline (laughs) in 2010 saying, for some people, gay is never going to work. That kind of life, that kind of living, never going to gel ever with their value system. And now it turns out, uh, Wayne Beeson at a site called Truth Wins Out, which is an LGBT, pro-LGBT site, he got a hold of some private Facebook messages in like a private Facebook group. Someone Mm -hmm, sent it to mm -hmm, him. mm -hmm. And it said... Uh, Basically, someone else who he works with had posted a comment about Matheson, Uh and it suggested that he has stopped doing the conversion stuff, and he's on the lookout for, wait for it. Tail. More specific. Boy tail. Yeah. He's on the search for a male partner. Um, specifically.
1: Ooh, I don't have enough room in my car for that kind of baggage, <laughs> my dude.
0: A uh, Beeson at Truth Out contacted Matheson, and the statement he got back. Here's the statement from Matheson. My time in a straight marriage and in the ex gay, quote unquote, world was genuine and sincere and a rich blessing to me. I remember most of it with fondness and gratitude, blah, blah, blah. But (laughs) I had stopped growing and was starting to die. So I've embarked on a new life giving path that has already started a whole new growth process. I wasn't faking it all those years. I'm not renouncing my past work or my LDS faith. And I'm not condemning mixed orientation marriages. I continue to support the rights of individuals to choose how they will respond to their sexual attractions and identity. With that freedom, I am now choosing to pursue life as a gay man. I mean, so golf clap for that guy. Yeah. I guess he doesn't. Here's what bugs me: I don't care what he's doing if he wants to be gay, like and act on it. Yeah, fine, good for you, whatever. But I don't care. But
1: the damage he did. Yeah, and is... that you
0: show no remorse over right. what you've done. It didn't even work on you. You didn't turn and you straight. literally
1: wrote the book on and it.
0: Yes, a book with a horrible title. You wrote it, and he's like, No, I I'm fine. I try I helped a lot of people in the past. But by the way, it doesn't work because I'm looking for men now. Like he gets to escape that bubble. He gets to go date men. Meanwhile, he's traumatized. Who knows how many people? Right, telling them no, this is wrong. You, yeah, you, well, God hates you. If and you're not doing only that. This. We've
1: talked about it before. Like <clears throat> we talked about it specifically with with trans kids. Like the rates of suicide go up when you're not allowed to be who you are. Right. Like it's not just a matter of like psychological damage. Like almost certainly he cost lives. Also, um, I want to ask and listeners... And if not directly
0: with his patients, then the message that he sent. Right.
1: Um, I want to ask listeners, because this is the second um, LDS person I know about at the top of my head who has been, quote-unquote, out as a gay man, but chose to live life as a straight man? Because it sounds like that's what the guy was doing. Like, he admitted he had same sex. And a lot
0: of Mormons who are like, we got to suppress it, turn it off, right? You're like a light switch. So they so, are gay, but they're like, nope, I can't have those thoughts. But, I got to marry a woman. And I
1: feel like that's not... I feel like people are deeper in the closet in like you're Christian and Catholic at all religions. That it's Conservative Christians, yeah. That it's not, it's not enough to be like... Uh, I have attractions, but I am choosing to be married to a straight woman. It is, I do not have those attractions. Those attractions are evil. So I'm very curious what it is about Mormon culture or LDS teachings or whatever. I, I'd be curious if anybody has an insight it's Like in if that. there's
0: something about that that makes them say...
1: I mean, there must be something in the teachings that says, like, it's not being gay, that's bad, it's acting on it. They all say that. But I mean,
0: the catechism of the Catholic Church is very clear sure. that homosexual acts... Are the problem. Sure,
1: but I feel like I don't hear examples near, and this is anecdotal for sure. I don't yeah. f- hear examples nearly as frequently as men being kind of out mm. and say, like this guy, like, I am dealing with these attractions, but. You don't I'm hear from get a get lot of
0: openly gay Mormons who are just like, well, I guess I'll just be celibate for life.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know, because there's the, the other guy I mentioned who, like, he was gay and married to a woman and had kids and claimed to be really happy. And then five years later, he's like, no, actually this sucks. But like, that is a theme I feel like I've seen. Maybe it's just, it, maybe it's just two examples that I'm thinking of and, and blowing it up to where that more than it is. But anyway, um, my last thing is two women, uh, Bev Nance and Mary Walsh, who've been married for a decade, have been in a committed <laughs> relationship for four decades. Um, they were, uh, They tried to get into a Missouri retirement home, um, and their apartment application was rejected because their marriage is, quote, not understood in the Bible.
0: Oh, hey.
1: Um, It's called Friendship Village, which definitely (laughs) isn't a place where murders happen. (laughs) Um, And the only married couples they accept were unions between one man and one woman. Anyway, they sued over being rejected, and they just um, got ruled against...
0: Because it was a Christian facility, and they're allowed to discriminate? I'm assuming that's where this is going.
1: I didn't... Like, most of it, I was... Mikey had just gone to bed, and (laughs) I'd had a couple glasses of wine, and I saw NBC Chicago or whatever, like, printed that thing. And I wrote a really dumb thing, like, Wow, wow, yeah, Married adult women who are committed to each other are the real problem. Cool Bible, you sound great and regular. Anyway, people (laughs) didn't like that necessarily, but it was really fun for me to read the comments. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm good. I'm good too. Hemant, do you have anything good going on?
0: Um, Their team, my coach, is heading into playoffs in a week, so that's all. Where all my time is. Let's be
1: clear. It is not a sports team. It is
0: not a sports team. <laughs> These are not people who do sports. What? I, I lie. Some of them are really good athletes, actually.
1: They? D- how dare they? They don't get to do both of those things I good. Know.
0: But that's my next month.
1: Good. Yeah. So you're going to be like an absent dad for us yes. huh? here at this at our podcast. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, I should have thought of the thing.
0: You should have. Um, in the meantime, while you're thinking of it, yeah. if you like what you're listening to, go to patreon.com slash Friendly Atheist Podcast. Oh, I know my thing. Shut up. Go.
1: Um, my interview with Jesse Thorne just got released uh, yesterday, I think. That's my, right. My brother sent me a very nice text message, which is very nice. Um, it was very cool, and he was great, and I'm really excited for people to listen to it and also listen to the other ones. Yeah, he, if you're
0: a Patreon subscriber, you mm-hmm. have access to all the bonus well, episodes. Yeah. The everyone else you'll get one a week yes. of the bonus episodes.
1: Like we're going to drip feed. Oh, also, um my friend Anne, who I talk about a lot and has been a co-host and the a guest co-host is we're having a sleepover next weekend, like the first weekend in February, and we're going to record another episode of Fables, nice. um, which I'm in the middle of reading, and it's great, and it'll be a lot of fun. Do we know the book? Um, we're reading two books. So last time we read three children's books, uh-huh. um, and this time we only gave ourselves like a week and a half, so we're only reading two books. One is my favorite romance novel of all time, Jules' Son by Nora Roberts. Okay. Love that. Love that book. And hers is, fuck, I think it's called The Uglies. It's like a a YA YA book that she remembers fondly. And we're both kind of foggy-brained, so we thought we might as well read something light and and enjoy it. So that will be up in the next few weeks. Cool. Um, We'll see
0: you next week.
1: Yeah. Did you give all of our information while I was thinking of my happy thing? Blueberry
0: is her. I'm at Hemant Meta.
1: B-L-U-E-B-U-R-I-E. You can go to my Etsy shop, Bitches Got stitched Done. Um, I think there's still an offer code atheist. Try it. Um, <laughs> if you have questions, concerns, or have any insight on the LDS thing that I blabbed about, um, friendly atheist podcast at gmail.com, patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast.
0: <sighs> iTunes us. Give us stars.
1: Yeah, give us stars. I don't know People what they are, do, are really right. like back to trashing me. So nice. we, we kind of need that boost. <laughs> still hate baby boomers. I don't care. <laughs> See Bye. you
0: next week. <laughs>